0: Well, good morning. When, uh, when DJ was explaining earlier in the service that uh, we're going to be doing something different, that Matt's going to be not, not preaching a sermon but leading you in a prayer exercise, when DJ was explaining that, my son Peter turned over to me and said, Hey, Dad, is that because you couldn't think of a sermon? <laughs> And uh, it's hilarious. So actually, some of you are thinking that too. But actually, in the family that I grew up in, in the Robbins family, talking comes a lot more naturally than listening. So for me to lead you in a listening exercise is somewhat laughable. But it's something that I've tried to cultivate in my spiritual practice over the years because it doesn't come naturally to me. I spent years uh, in prayer and then frustrated that I didn't get a response. Why isn't God talking? Why isn't God talking? And sometimes people would gently uh, suggest this because I never shut up. But I actually think it's a little bit more complicated than that, because I would experiment with that on occasion and still feel like I'm hearing silence. And so what I've learned is that uh, there are spiritual practices that you can develop, that you can practice, that Christians have done for centuries to nurture that part of us, that part within us, that yearns to hear God, that yearns to have an encounter with God. And there's different ways of approaching the Bible, there's Bible study, uh, which I'm quite fond of. And Bible study focuses our mind and our ideas and our thinking and refines our worldview. Bible study is very important. And that's usually the majority of what we do uh, in this time is we, we do some Bible study together and then hope to go deeper in life groups or classes But what I'm going to lead you in today is is different than a Bible study approach to the Word. It's a scripture meditation. And uh, Christian scripture meditation emphasizes different things. It emphasizes the heart. It emphasizes feelings, the desires within us. It emphasizes prayer. So today we're going to focus on a meditative, devotional way of reading scripture. Because I think if we're honest, we don't just want to know about God we actually want to know God am I right and I think when we got up this morning there's many things that maybe drew us this place I think probably fellowship is a big part of it we get to to experience the community and the friendship that's a big part of it but I think I think at its core we got up this morning we came to this place because we're looking for God we want to encounter the divine we want to know our creator And so we're going to approach the word today with the expectation that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. That in fact the Holy Spirit has been speaking to us the whole time and that the Holy Spirit continues to speak specifically through the Bible, through the word of God. And we're going to look at some words of Jesus Christ himself today. And we're going to ask the Holy Spirit, which Jesus has sent to us, to to make those words come alive in our hearts We're going to uh, invite the word of God to dwell in us and to move from our minds down into our souls and into our bones and into our guts. We seek an encounter with a living God, the Holy Spirit who speaks to us, who guides us in life, and who imparts to us the presence and the love and the mercy of God. And then as we seek that voice, we also seek to submit to that voice. Not to war, to fight against that voice, but oh Lord, come and speak to me and I submit to you as a servant. And then as we do that practice, we, we, we seek for the Holy Spirit to come and, 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 and change us, spiritual formation to, to make us more and more into the image of Christ. I think that you and I could probably all identify with moments in our life in which there is a gap between who we want to be and who we actually are, am I right? Between the values that we express and the values that we actually live out when somebody insults us, right? There's a little gap there. And the practice of, of, of spiritual formation, of being with God, is, is, is through encounters with God that, that God closes that gap. It helps us to be more and more like Jesus Christ, uh, more and more reflective of his image, into the world. And so what I want to teach you is a practice that I was taught many years ago when I was in seminary. Someone modeled for me. It was very helpful. And, uh, and, I, and I have, at different times in my life, found it to be this refreshingly kind of different way to approach the word in which I can often feel that I've, I've, I've connected with God in a, in a very special way to me. And so I want to explain to you Lectio Divina. How many of you have heard of this before? Like, okay, so kind of a sprinkling. So the majority of you, this is going to be very new. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to introduce it to you. It's not going to be for everybody, so if this is not your favorite week, hey, we're going to go back and we're going to have a sermon next week, but I just want to invite you to, uh, to, to try this out uh, because for some of you this might be very fruitful uh, for you to do uh, on your own. So the history of uh, Lectio Divina, it actually is um, a prayer practice that was, that was first kind of discussed by uh, St. Benedict of Nursia. He was a monk in the 6th century. Okay, so we're talking like 1,500 years of Christians practicing this. In, in Benedict's famous uh, rule of life for the monks, he encouraged people to listen to God's word with the ear of your heart. In the 12th century, another monk named Guigo formalized these four steps. And I'm gonna, I am gonna gave you the Latin uh, words that he used and also kind of like an English equivalent that I'll, I'll walk you through. But it's an ancient uh, practice that was practiced in monasteries which has become popular with Christians all over the world. It's a spiritual discipline uh, of meditation on scripture uh, in which you read the word slowly and prayerfully and then you reread the text in order to listen, to hear a word from the Lord and be able to apply it in your life. And the goal of Lectio Divina uh, is not, which by the way, that means like a divine reading. The goal is not so much knowledge but a conversational intimacy with God, right? So it's, it's not the, the exegesis. We're not going to be talking about Greek words. We're not going to do any of that today, though. we do that sometimes. We're looking for an encounter with God. Lord, I know that you want to speak to me, and I want to hear you, and I want to have a moment of dialogue with you. So we're not so much today seeking information as we are formation. We're going to apply the historical inspired text to the personal text of your life today. So, I hope you all got this handout, right? Okay, so uh, I created this for you. I, I drew from a number of different kind of sources that teach on this and kind of made a little compilation and try to simplify it uh, for our time today. And I wanna, what I wanna do is I'm gonna walk you through and just explain these four steps, just kind of just what you see on your handout. And then what I'm gonna do is create sp- time and space for actually to do it and to practice it. And so I'll, I'll take a seat and, and we'll, we'll kind of have some music in the, in the room and we'll just kind of have this holy time of, of listening to God together and I'll kind of just kind of guide you through again. So I'll, I'll walk, explain it now, and then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of guide you through it uh, as we do it together. Does that make sense? Okay. All right, so here's the four steps, the four steps of Lectio Divina. The first one, the Latin word is Lectio or the reading. So in Lectio, the, the, we read the word, it's like, there's this metaphor that a number of people use. Uh, like, it's like um, approaching the Bible uh, like you're about to consume a meal, okay? And, uh, and the reading is like you take the food and you put it into your mouth. You're taking the word and you're taking it into yourself. And to do that, we're gonna listen carefully to scripture without, without a hurry, we're gonna have time, kind of a slow pace, without intellectual strain, like, wow, like what does this mean? It's more about waiting quietly and listening for the Holy Spirit to bring this word to life. So what we do is we, we just take the time and we just, we just read this text. We just kind of usually a, a small text. I have kind of an example of what we're going to use today. Usually between like 150 and 300 words, somewhere in there. And uh, we just read the passage the first time to get a sense for what's saying. And then we read it slowly a second time, listening deep in our hearts for any words or phrases that might stand out to us. So something that, that kind of leaps off the page at us. I was doing this uh, earlier with a, with a, a passage that precedes this. And um, it's a passage in which, so the whole context of our scripture today is that uh, Jesus has done this amazing miracle, uh, feeding 5,000 people with a little boy's lunch of five loaves and and two fish. And then in all the signs, there's always the miracle, but then there's a deeper meaning. And so Jesus explains, I am the bread of life, and he begins to explain this. But in particular, the people came, and and, and there's a crowd around him when he's saying these words. And and the reason they're there there he says, is because they just want another free lunch. <laughs> you know, he fed them and they're like, hey man, you gave us bread. Can we have some more of that yummy bread? And he says to them, do not work for food which will spoil, but for food which would never spoil, right? And which is for him instead of the comfort of the And that And that's the one that stood out to me. And I just kept reflecting on that. Do not work for food which spoils, which spoils, which spoils. Don't work for food which spoils. And, and then I began to, just, for some reason, I felt like the spirit drew my attention to that, that phrase, and so, so then, you know, when you kind of have that phrase, it's really sticking out to you, and you feel like maybe the spirit drew your attention to this one sentence, or phrase, or word. You move to the or the meditation, or this is our reflecting. I think uh, pondering is a good word here. And the, the image of a meal, this is the moment where you're chewing your food, and the, the monks used to teach this, sometimes they would call it ruminatio, it's like, to ruminate, it's like the, um, like, a, like a cow chewing its cud, just kind of chewing and chewing and chewing, chewing, much longer than you think you need to, just chewing and chewing, and you're repeating the phrase, repeating the, 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 the line, reading it again, and, and, uh, and you're asking yourself, like, what, what's, my, what's my feeling in response to this phrase? What? God, why, why might you have drawn my attention to this? How might this connect to my life? Is there something happening in my life right now that I, that I need to hear this word? Uh, and we just ponder, oh God, why, why this? Why this phrase? What is this connection to me? I spend quite a lot of time in, in those first uh, two phases, but then uh, we move to next is the radio. This would be the oration when you speak. This would be when you, when you respond. And you can uh, you can do this with a you know writing on a on a paper. You can kind of just pray, pray quietly to yourself. However, you want to respond. But uh, those that compare this to food, they would say it's like tasting the food. But I think it's probably more like uh, tasting the food and then responding to the chef. You know, <laughs> thanking the chef for the for the meal, uh, re- responding uh, to that one who gave it to you. And so you consider how God's spoken to you in the passage and you respond back to God with the feelings that you have in response. So you can thank God for his love. You could confess a sin or a struggle. Oh God, I think there's this thing I need to say to you. Uh, you could ask God for what you need or, or for what someone in your life needs that this has brought to your attention. Or you might want to just consider how this passage might challenge you to act differently. And so, and so you say that to God. And so now, we've, now we've, we've heard from God by reading the word and we've heard from God by seeking kind of where, where are we drawn in the passage. We've now responded to God in some way, but then we don't stop there. We now listen again. And this is the, what they call contemplatio or resting. I actually think of it more as receiving. And so uh, the, the, the metaphor of... Um, of uh, of the, the the meal imagery, this is now when you would uh, swallow the food and di- and digest it. This is I'm, I'm now going to take this meal into my being, and you rest quietly in God's loving arms. No words are necessary. This is kind of usually when the words racing in our head get in the way, and if they're there there's a distraction. Don't don't. It's okay. Just let them let them drift away, and just sit in stillness and quietness, just being in God's loving presence and receiving that word from the Lord. And that's kind of the goal of Lectio Divina, is to be able to sit in that intimate, conversational presence of God. So you have the the handout to help guide you through those uh, phases. And um, I'm also going to just kind of sit up here. This is my my prayer chair that I often use. Some of you have seen this uh, before. And I'll sit there and I'll be, I'll be doing it there and I'll invite you to try this exercise in your seat. Feel free if you want to spread out more, however you can make yourself most comfortable. And I'm going to guide you through it as someone first kind of guided, uh, guided me through it uh, because I found that helpful. And so we're going to kind of turn on some kind of, I think, light instrumental music to set the mood. We've got the candles and we're just going to kind of take a deep breath and, and relax into it and, and have an experience of, uh, of, of reading scripture Um, in this way. I think I'm going to preach like this next week, too. So, uh, let's just kind of begin uh, with just kind of... uh, I'm just going to open us in prayer and, uh, and lead us through. So... Lord God, we're here, and uh, we're busy people. Lord, and we race around, and our phones beep. Um, and there's so many things to do, but God, we just right now want to consecrate this moment, this stillness to you. <sighs> Quiet our hearts and our souls. I just invite you all to just take a, take a deep breath, just breathe in. Breathe out. Lord, we just pray that we invite the Spirit, God, come, Holy Spirit, come and meet with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I invite you to take out the the Scripture on your Bible. I have there John 6, 34 to 40. And uh, that's my recommendation, but you could really use any Scripture. And uh, you can spend time reading that and... uh, For some of you, you might find it uh, helpful to when a phrase jumps out to you to underline that phrase or circle a word. But just uh, just read it slowly first and then read it a second time. If you want to just kind of say it quietly under your breath, that's okay too. Some people find that helpful. And just listen deeply specifically for Lord, would you give me a phrase or a word or a sentence that, that would just speak to me and just listen for that word. So let's do that now. Read the passage once as we just continue to listen for that word or phrase that's for you today. Sir, they said, Always give us this bread. And Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still do not believe. And I will raise them up at the last day. Because we're doing this in a a, a community setting, we're gonna continue to go back into it. But I just wanna invite maybe a a few people, if if any phrase or sentence has come to you, I just would love for you to to hear it, just what you guys can just kind of shout it out from where you're at, a, a word or a phrase that really is standing out to you right now from the text. Anybody? Real loud so I can hear. Thank you. Whoever, yeah, thank you. Anybody else? Life, okay, yeah. Whoever believes in him and here, I will never cast out. I was doing this earlier, and whoever really stood out to me, but really now it's, it's the, I will lose none. You know, and why is that? So if you haven't already, you can move to that, that second time in which you just kind of move to the, kind of the chewing of your food, the meditation. So you ponder the meaning. You, you might just repeat that phrase to yourself a number of times and just ask the question, why, why might God bring that to you? What is it in your life or your feelings? that you need that word. Why is that? Just ponder that for some time now. Whenever you feel ready, you can go to that third place, the oration, the responding, in which you write or you speak or just think in your heart. How do you want to respond to this word from God? Is it an expression of love, of thanks? Is it a confession? Is it a yearning? Is it a request? Is it a commitment to change? Well, I don't know what it is for you, but uh, take some time to to speak with your Lord who's right here with you. final stage of the Lectio is the, the contemplation the, the, the contemplation, the, the resting the receiving, it's where you no longer need to speak anything or search for anything, you just sit in the Spirit's presence and just be with God and enjoy God's presence and receive the mercy and the grace that God has for you, so I invite you into that God, we just thank you for this time that we've been with you. Lord, as we just draw this uh, group experience of Lectio Divina to a close, we just pray that it would not be an end to this sitting with you, this dialogue. We pray that it would just be the beginning. And that you would grow this in us and... Allow us to come and to meet with you all through this week and this year. We we just pray that this could be a year of us actually encountering your presence and hearing your voice, God. We thank you. We thank you, God, for what you've, just this moment of presence, even if there's not a certain word or some great epiphany, just just a moment in your presence, God, we are grateful for. We know that that is shaping to us. And so we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you have not already, the bread of Christ, take and eat. And the blood of Christ, take. Lord, we thank you for meeting with us at this time. We thank you for all that you are. Amen. If any of you uh, would like prayer after the service, we have a prayer team that's here every week and uh, ready to meet with you. And um, you can just bring anything, any kind of concerns to to that team. And if you're new or newish, I'd love to meet you. And we're going to have just a gathering right over here, Intro to Christ Community, which I'll just, you know, share with you a little bit about uh, the values of the church and just, just uh, hear from you and just love to connect with you. Now hear this. I invite you to stand as we just give you the, the, the benediction, which is a, a blessing. And now may the God who met with you here meet with you always. May the one who multiplied the loaves to feed the great multitude show you his grace to be sufficient for your life. May you know his presence today and always. May he bring you safely to his side. Amen.